Hold on to your butts. These are the Squashbuckler Diaries. Squashbuckle Diaries podcast. My name is Guy Hasson, and you are listening to the daily adventures and daily life of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in her father's dreams. Season one is all about Joy's age two to six. We are learning what a future heroine's childhood looks like. We are seeing heroic stuff. We are seeing sad stuff. We are seeing uh, what her life is like. Uh, and so far, she's been having, like, for the last well, for the last 55 episodes, she's been having a life not like yours, but also not unlike yours. Uh, she's been living in the dream, in her father's dream. And uh, in the last three episodes, she and her father were in prison and they were waiting to, you know, be taken to the main villain. But uh, they were having such a good time that her father's decided it's better to have quality time in the prison than actually continue with the adventure. So the, most of the pirates vanished magically when he decided that, because that's his dream. Uh, and they spent time together. Now, let's see what happens. I'll remind you that uh, the story is told by the Red Dragon, the Red Dragoness, who calls Joy Dragon Little, because she loves her so much. She would, uh, she, she, she would have loved to have had her as a kid, and she calls Justin Dragon Father. But, of course, Dragon Little and Dragon Father are human. Episode 56, Alone in Prison, Part 4, Joy's Age 4, Told by the Red Dragon. Dragonfather and Dragon Little were not bothered again. Almost everyone on Dead Skull Island had disappeared. They played for hours, had fun, and then, as always happens, Dragonfather vanished. He no doubt woke up in his bed at home, wherever that may be, but, as always, Dragon Little remained behind. There was even less that remained behind than usual. All the people, creatures, and animals disappeared. The trees and plants disappeared. Even the island on which they were situated disappeared. Only the prison cell which held Dragon Little remained. The prison cell dropped, no longer supported by the island. It only dropped a few meters and hit the ocean, which never disappeared. Dragon Little looked around hurriedly. She rushed to the door even as the floor of the cell was filling with water. The door was locked. She tried to pass through the bars of the prison cell, but they were not wide enough. I panicked more than she did. I stood up, ready to spread my wings, dive down and save her for my invisible vantage point. But the prison, now half sunk in the ocean and half above water, stopped sinking and began bobbing up and down slightly. Dragon Little did not really know how to swim yet, but she held on to the prison bars above the water and floated effortlessly. Their ship, Bunny's Revenge, was only a few hundred meters away, awaiting silently in the ocean, but it might as well have been on another planet. I breathed a sigh of relief and sat back down. I wanted to save Dragon Little of the trouble, but I knew I shouldn't. So many hardships awaited her in the future. She had to learn to be tough. It would be the only 
thing that would give her perhaps a few more years of life once she realizes the truth about who she is and those who want to find her. Dragon Little held on to the bar for 13 hours without stopping, without knowing when Dragon Father would return. She only knew that he would return and that he would return to Bunny's Revenge's deck. And then he would save her. She floated without food, without water, without rest, without falling asleep, and without complaining. It was an important lesson. I love her more than I love anything. Therefore, I am glad I did not interfere to save her. Told by the Red Dragon Tags. Important lesson. Joy. Justin. Dead Skull Island. Joy alone. Ah, So, actually I usually explain some of the stuff that happens and what it means in the, uh, uh, in the big view of things. But I think, I, you know, it's pretty clear. I'm building a life of uh, a heroine who will become a great thing. And she lives in a dream for some reason. And the Red Dragon knows more about her than we do. And more about her than uh, than her father does. And she made a big choice. And we also saw what Joy is used to. And I think we'll leave it at that. And come back tomorrow. In an episode called Giving Joy Her Name. And now, the credits. The Squash Buckler Diaries are written and read by me, Guy Hassan. If you want to know more about the Squash Buckler Diaries, check out the website. GuyHasson.com, which is G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com. The theme music is called Brash Gentleman and is by Thomas Herodek. I will talk to you again tomorrow in the dream. <coughs> <coughs> Ahoo! Okay, sorry about that.